Hello, everybody. Good morning, and welcome to GFBS. We are Grand Forks Best Source. I'm Dale Coolis, and we're about to be joined by Grand Forks County Commissioner Mark Rusted. Today's show is brought to you by Ideal Power. Ideal Power Solutions is your electrical contractor serving residential, commercial, and agricultural customers right here in the valley and surrounding area. Installation, replacement and repairs of wiring, outlets, light fixtures, panel upgrades, electrical conduit, and more. Ideal Power Solutions has the training and expertise to tackle any project, big or small, whether it's residential, commercial, remodels, new construction, egg projects, and custom builds along with service work. The Valley has an electrical contractor you can count on and trust. Call Ideal Power Solutions in Grand Forks, 701-213-3805 to find out more or go to IdealPowerND.com or find them on Facebook at Ideal Power Solutions, LLC. For all of your electrical contracting needs, make it Ideal Power Solutions in Grand Forks. All right, welcome back, everyone. If you have questions or comments for Mark, please leave them in the online chat on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or call or text into the show at 701-213-0863. Mark, Rusted, welcome to the show. How you doing, Dale? Doing good, yourself? Oh, hanging in there, living the dream. <laughs> we were talking a little bit before, and yeah, it was, it's, it's been a crazy weekend. Are you ready, for, ready to get get it behind you and on to a fresh work week? <laughs> yeah, there's enough snow. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good now. I think we can go ahead and move into spring. Yeah, well, as we, I don't know if this will cheer up. This may make it worse, but I got, you know, John, John is on the road right now. He couldn't be in, so I'm filling in. So I got to keep up his ritual of jokes, my neighbor tells me. I try to keep it a little timely. So with St. Patrick's Day on the horizon, I have some I have some Irish jokes here, so or leprechaun jokes. So here's two, here's the first of two. What do you call a leprechaun prank? A Saint Patrick. Oh, very clever. Yep, yeah. Well, there we go. Maybe we'll see how this other one goes. Why should you never borrow from a leprechaun? Because they're always a little short. Ah. Yep, so that's, yep, yep. I got. I didn't realize Ron White was doing this interview <laughs> <Yes>. today. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I got I to gotta keep, keep it timely. got to keep the spirit of the jokes my neighbor tells me alive on the show. Hey, this is our first time having you in the GFBS studio since winning the election, Grand Forks County Commissioner. Congratulations. Wow, thank you. So, I... I guess just to break it down, that was like one of a couple of the votes. There was a few close calls on the votes from last November. Your vote, the vote tally from that initial vote was a 27-vote difference for the last slot on the Grand Forks County Commissioner Board between you and Lon Cassager there. Yes. So what, what was, and when it comes down to that close, a recount had to be in tallying. What, what was going through your mind on the first initial vote night? Were you thinking like... All right, maybe I got a slight chance of making this happen, or wait a second, what's going on here? <laughs> well, it didn't look good for me while we were at the uh, uh, Republican Party that they had at the ground round. Um, I was actually already congratulating other people on their win, and then I heard somebody yell from the back, holy bleep, Rusted bleeping one. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, like, other votes are already starting to come in, you're well, like, oh. <laughs> well, I was down pretty big before the last, I think, precinct or what, however they term them. Um, reported and then so then all of a sudden I leapfrogged and and then they uh, they held the recount um, some weeks later and um, it, 
the total went from 27 differential to 33. Yeah, I, I looked it up. The final vote tally after the recount, 6,728 to 6,695. That's so close. <laughs> is that, does that equal up to 33? Did I bring correct information? Yep. Okay. Yes, yes. I was like, I'm like, wow, 33 votes. I mean, it, that, that just goes to show you knocking on every door, putting every yard sign helps. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that was tight. It was a good turnout, too. I didn't think that the vote tallies would be that high. Yeah, that's yeah. Con- congratulations once again. First few months going in, how's it feeling so far? It's a lot. You, you get a lot of information all at the same time. You wind up on a bunch of boards that you don't get to really select. And so, I mean, it's um, it's interesting. You know, the county's got a few kind of big dollar things that are going through right now. And um, it, it, I wouldn't say the timing is fantastic for bringing in two brand new freshmen to the commission and suddenly have uh, things of this magnitude on the plate, you know, right out of the gate. I and mean, when I say right out of the gate, I mean first, second, third meeting, you know, that type of right out of the gate. So it's fairly significant. A lot of, I was trying to catch up on a couple of the county commission notes uh, before you got in here. Uh, I got to say thank you again, too, for coming in on short notice. We had a, we had a, we had a schedule switcheroo earlier this morning. So thank you again. So I was trying to get some research on some notes to bring up, but yeah, there's been a lot of big happenings this first few months of the year. Yeah, there has. Yeah, so um, I know I was just kind of looking up on a couple of them. I know I kind of want to touch on a couple of them when we had you on last time here, uh, just some of the big talking points from that was going into your campaign. I know uh, one of the ones you were really big on was uh, parking ramps. Uh, being, you know, I think when we had the mayor on a couple of weeks ago, too, he was talking about, too, how hoping for some, uh, hoping for some improvements in that area, a lot, lot, lot of uh, moving and shaking going on. Yeah, well, I kind of pushed to basically sell the thing. I think it was the second meeting I was ever involved in um, because to me, the uh, body of work of being able to maintain it properly doesn't exist. And so I just felt if we've, you know, announced to the world that it's going to be X millions of dollars to repair this ramp and we have to bond it, which is essentially throw it on the credit card. Um, why not see if we can't dump that asset? And so in my mind, I was thinking, you know, the private sector, somebody could buy it and try to turn it into profit. We could work out a contract where the county staff would still have guaranteed spots. We would just pay, you know, market value for same with, um, you know, empty spots for jurors, for jury trials, things like that. Um, and then I think it was the same day or maybe the following day, mayor called me and said, maybe we can make a deal because we've entered into a P3 with our parking ramps and, um, got pretty high hopes for the way it's going to go. And I think it's going to be profitable and why not have them all under one umbrella for the uninitiated, uh, P3. Well, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Public private partnership. Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) And, uh, sorry about that. And um, it made all the sense in the world to me. And I'm like, well, well, what are we, you know, what what kind of deal are you talking about? And they've got a piece of land that the county's been eyeing for many, many years. Excuse me, Dale, I got a cough. Oh, no, yeah, no no problem. Yeah, this. And um, so we would would swap out the asset that's going to require, you know, well, I don't think it actually would require that much money, but we've already announced it to the world. So good luck getting a smaller bid. A certain amount of dollars to repair. We just dump the asset. We maintain access to it. We get it off our books, and then we get a piece of land that the the 
county's been seeking in uh, in trade for. I, I, I to me, it's a no brainer. Best route to hopefully open things up. And now there, there's several parking ramps downtown. Is this just like a one or two? You're talking about maybe to, uh, doing some uh, some changes to, or for so uh, just just one in particular. The other two are city owned. So the one by Central High School, and then the one more in the middle of downtown. Those are city owned. This one's behind the county building. Um, it's practically attached to it. If it's not, it's it's right there. Um, Three three story ramp, I believe. You know, it's it's not in the best condition ever, but I certainly don't think it's millions of dollars in the hole. But problem is, now we've now the world thinks it is, and so what do you do? I'd like to just get it off the books, and I don't really see a lot of value in the county hanging on to assets like that. Um, if the city wants it, then it becomes the city's problem, and we still get our spots. To me, everybody wins. Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from there. That like. Just best to just be not no right way to phrase it is be done with it, but like uh, like you mentioned, all these other options for so many better options out there. Just just open up so many more opportunities for for better use. It sounds like. Well, and it's one thing if we had the money, mm-hmm. we don't. You know, so we're we're putting it on the card. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. So, <laughs> so yeah. So we, I, I guess yeah. An, another big topic that kind of you're talking about renovations on other uh, things going on, or instead of like getting rid of one or, or renovating another, Grand Forks County Correctional Center. Now, that was another big topic we uh, talked about in, when you were last on in October. Uh, has there been any progress or headway on that in, in in the meetings this year so far? I mean, they bonded I think thirty eight million dollars for the juvenile detention center. And the Grand Forks Correctional Center's addition, uh, um, not in favor. I never have been. I, I don't think it's necessary. Um, it kind of created a snafu and some problems, even amongst the commission, just based on some of the ways things were presented. And, um, you know, it, it took a trip down to Bismarck with me and the mayor to even kind of get to the bottom of what in the hell was going on, you know, the way things are being presented versus actuality. Um, Those two things don't track. And so um, whether it was a mistake or uh, being misled, I'm not sure that would be speculation, but one way or the other, accurate information was not being passed along to the public when it came to a sales tax vote for the correctional center and other needs as well. But that specifically, because that was kind of what um, was being used as a big financial need in the sales tax push. And then um, now that it became a bond because the sales tax passed in the same recount I won in, um, or no, sorry, the sales tax failed in the same recount that I won in, um, now it becomes a bonding issue. And um, I'm, I'm not in favor of it. I think our jail is adequate. And I don't see the same value as some others do in housing dozens of federal inmates at, you know, 85 or $75 a day or whatever it is. It's one of the two. And um, because I believe the cost of housing them windles that number down significantly. And I don't know that it's even something that you could accurately audit because, or even assess for that matter, because there's so many intangibles um, when you've got a lot of federal inmates, there's obvious. There's the obvious things like the wear and tear, the staff, things like that. I'm being told there wouldn't be a staffing change if we were to lose 
those federal inmates or keep them. It's the same staff. That doesn't necessarily pass the smell test for me, but I have no idea if it's accurate or not. It's kind of like one of those gut instincts that's telling you something may be a little off, oh, but just hard to say for sure. Well, I mean, it's like if you ran a daycare and they introduced 50 problematic children to it, would you not need an additional staff member or two? I, 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 maybe they don't. Maybe it's that tight of a ship. I don't know. But it doesn't seem right. No, no I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of with you. It sounds like, you know, if there's influx to more inmates or, or just clients to, than what they're used to, it would seem that, like, maybe a couple additional staff would be necessary. So, um, But, uh, you know, you brought up just a little bit ago about uh, the associated half tax failing to pass, but the uh, home charter passing uh i know that was something we were talking about too and that, that went to the recount also so uh, how, how did you feel about how that all sh- shook out and how that all went down then just like with the associated half tax uh the, on the recount it was at the total final count after the recount it was nine thousand thirteen nay eight thousand nine hundred eighty four yay or for it you know? yeah yeah no, i'm glad it failed and i'm glad or i wish home rule would have failed as well um, I think the biggest anomaly is that home rule passed and I won because I kind of hitched my wagon to that being um, not such a great thing. It hasn't really been implemented, so it's kind of not really a factor right now. Um, it, I think the biggest thing locally that it means for the time being is that um, we could now hire a full-time county administrator, whereas right now the guy that's kind of filling that role, so to speak, uh, to some degree. Um, he's a, I think he's just called head of administration. I, I, I don't know. To me, that's kind of splitting hairs. But he would then become in charge of, in theory, um, at least the way it was originally presented. That's changed a little bit. But in theory, he would have became in charge of every department rather than the portfolio holder, which is the five commissioners. They each get kind of their own portfolios and are – in theory, in charge of those um, departments. So, I mean, there's there's probably good, if done properly, it's probably not such a bad thing. But, um, I mean, you know, with we were asked to vote on it early on, um, and I just couldn't support it because with such little, uh, I guess, access, not access, that's not the right word, exposure, we'll call it, with such little exposure to the, gentleman that's currently in that in that role um that making that elevation to me uh seemed unwise at at this juncture at least for me i mean without me they could still easily have passed it but they didn't they didn't push forward so just things is we're not meant to be so we're going to take a quick break we'll be back more with mark rested grand forks county commissioner but right now, where you got a quick word, we want to tell you all about CNH Insurance of East Grand Forks, where they began with the goal of building an agency with the highest of principles, personalized attention, and service. This concept remains to be their priority today. They strive to give everyone who walks through their door special attention and the best customer service possible. Their agents have over 50 years of combined insurance experience, and they are licensed in Minnesota, North Dakota, and even Arizona, too, for all you snowbirds. So for all your insurance needs, contact Justin, Jody, or Tammy at 218-773-0287 
or stop by their location at 1427 Central Avenue Northwest in East Grand Forks. That's CNH Insurance of East Grand Forks. GFBS insures through CNH, and so should you. All right, we are back with Grand Forks County Commissioner Mark Rusted. If you have any questions or comments for Mark, please leave them in the live chat by checking out the chat room in the GFBS social media channels on Twitch, YouTube, or Facebook, or call or text in your questions or comments, 701-213-0863. All right, Mark, I I know there's a couple other topics here we're kind of hoping to touch on here for other latest happenings with the Grand Forks County Commission. Now, Grand Sky, they're seeking $22 million to enhance their, their doings. I know we kind of, there's, that kind of came up in some recent uh, county commission notes this, in recent weeks, right? The other, well, we haven't been asked to vote anything yet in regards to that. I, to my knowledge, no, we haven't. But, uh, yeah, it sounds like they are adding some structures and enhancing their footprint out there quite a bit, which would... Um, which is probably good because that's more along the lines of what we all kind of thought was going to happen from the get-go. So um, I'm not sure. Are they seeking the $22 million from the state, I would assume? Yeah, that, and I saw there was, uh, yeah, another one just from the last, one of the more recent meetings, too, also bringing uh, uh, electric service out to the Air Force Base, too. Was that through Grand Sky as well? Or I, I was looking at some notes from like a week or two ago. Maybe maybe I got that mixed up. Um, I can't speak on that because I don't think I can do so intelligently at the moment. I, I'm, that's not ringing a bell, Dale. So. Oh, no, no. I was, I was looking up some of the Grand Forks County Commission notes from, I want to say it was like a week or two back, and I saw Grand Sky bringing, I, I might have got the, the uh, company mixed up, bringing electrical service out to the Air Force Base or extended electrical service. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's for the, okay, I see what you're saying. Not the Air Force Base. It would be just at their place out at Grand Sky. Yep. Um. Yeah, I they would need utilities to expand. So yeah, yeah. Okay, for a for a location out by there for yeah, for yeah. a station. It's in the same place. They're just they they're taking the, some of the empty space and adding structures. So oh, okay, I got you. That makes sense. Now, how about as far as like the seeking the twenty two million for Grants guy? How's that been coming along there? I'm glad they're not asking the county for it. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah. How how, are, how what's been the latest on that? Yeah, I don't. I don't know where the state's at with things. I know that they did their crossover, and so money's going to be. It's going to be money, money, money. Everything all day, every day out there. You know what gets funded, what doesn't. Uh, I would just anticipate Grand Sky will be on probably the funding side of that because of their national security um, presence and, and footprint, uh, and of course also their you know collaboration with the university and the flight program i would highly doubt that they wouldn't receive the funding they seek um you know it'd be good to see at some point uh, every entity stand on its own two feet that that's more of an ideological um philosophy i have more so than a reality philosophy i have but um i'd be pretty shocked if they got a no for an answer i i I guess i mean stranger things have happened right yes and especially this past year (laughs) Now, uh, I think one of the topics we talked about last October, uh, 
for things you would like to see done uh, for for uh, I don't know if it's been in the topic of discussion lately in recent this this year, but uh, anything new going on with the racetrack going in, race season starting up in a couple months here? Uh, I know it's been t- t- John's talked about on Dirty Thursday before. Uh, hope hope they're always hopeful on grandstand improvements, uh, stuff of that nature at all. I've had a couple, maybe one, maybe two or so conversations with folks from the racetrack and it's been quite some time my understanding is that some improvements were made prior to my arrival um at least that's going off of recollection um when you step into one of these offices the information kind of you've heard the you've heard the phrase drinking from a fire hose it's ringing a bell. <laughs> yeah, that's it's pretty accurate. It, the, it's it's an information blast like you you've never seen before, and um, it's obviously not the only thing that I I do. I've got other jobs as well. Well, you know, running the housing at the university through Johns Controls, and then my own buildings, and so it um, it's it's made time management uh, pretty critical. But I will say this: sometimes. I get a little forgetful on stuff and I, I, I pretty sure some, some improvements were made out there to the grandstands, but maybe it was uh, just a survey or something that was done or a engineer took a peek at it and said what needs to be done. I would need a refresher course on that. Yeah. And and then just a, Uh, Also, just a quick heads up, too, in case anyone's joining us halfway through the show here. Uh, Mark did agree to do this interview on short notice today, so so I'm sure that probably is all will have been helpful if we had a little bit more time just to get a quick recourse of the year's notes and all that. (laughs) Yeah, no, and even even if I had a couple extra hours, I don't know that it would help that much. It's just it's a lot and trying to remember specific details of projects that you aren't actively currently working on. Um, can be, I guess, for uh, we'll call myself my advanced age, can be a little challenging at times. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Hey, we, we, gotta love father time catching up with us. No, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I absolutely hear you there. Um, I, I know one other topic has been up. I know John brings it up uh, on various interviews over the last in recent months. Uh, any new anything new or, or just like it's been coming up or rumblings on or off the or just loose talk about uh uh forty seventh uh off ramp uh Merrifield exchange. Uh I I think that was it comes up like last I heard, I think I when I was filling in for the morning update, I wanna say they're sending some uh uh development uh, reviews out in that area to scope it out. So yeah, this I can intelligently speak on because this is something that we've um had on our plate very recently, actually at the um, commission table. So, uh, where we're at with that is city of East Grand Forks desperately wants an in-town bridge. The city of Grand Forks, um, depending on who you ask, some people do, some people don't. And that's probably pretty natural. I think East Grand Forks is, um, for the most part, all on board with the bridge in town. And the Merrifield bridge, I think is a is a necessary, a necessary entity. And I think most people are pretty comfortable with that bridge. Um, so what happened was we advanced, uh, it was about, I think our piece at the Grand Forks County Commission was about 30, just, just south of $38,000. It's 37 and a piece. 
And what that will do is kind of put our ducks in a row. It's like a, it's basically another study or whatever you want to call it. Um, it, it's an unnecessary, in my opinion, bureaucratical hoop to have to jump through. Unfortunately, if we want any bridge anywhere, it's it's a must because otherwise we're not going to receive you know federal funding and things like that. And so, but yeah, that got passed along. And so, what they're going to do is basically um, determine like the effect of Merrifield Bridge. Let's just let's just say seventeen or what forty uh, seventh Avenue. I think it was the approximate location. They said forty seventh Avenue South. It would equal out to. Um, that you're talking about the interchange off, yep. off the interstate. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they're kind of. It was a multifaceted question, yep. so I'll get there in a minute. Oh, right, right. I'm still talking about a bridge in oh, Minnesota. Oh, in oh, a Red River, yes, two, two bridges yep. in, in Minnesota, <clears throat> and so they. Um, this will get her basically get our ducks in a row. So if if there's any political will to build one or two bridges, um, I'm not certain that there is to build an in-town bridge, but I could be proven wrong. Um, I do think Merrifield likely. At once this study gets into the right hands, will probably go forward. Um, if I was a betting man, now the other two major infrastructure projects, and I'm, this is the one that you just referenced, would be the interchange off the interstate at Forty Seventh or thereabouts, and then um, something over under the railroad tracks. Um, oh, the f- at Forty Second and Demers. Um, I know that's that's always been in the talks. It seems in town for many many years. <laughs> yeah, it does seem the money's there for these projects. All three. It it does appear that there's some appetite for these type of projects right now, and um, some of that's federal, some of that's state. I would not be surprised at all if in the next you know half a decade or less, we've broken ground on the Merrifield Bridge, the interchange, and the um, I guess under slash overpass, whichever it winds up being at at uh, Demers and and Forty Second. Now that this isn't me wearing my commission cap, this is kind of me reading the tea leaves. So right for this purposes, I'm Joe Citizen. But um, it does look to me that that's the way things are headed, just because of the availability of finances, which is why I had to plug my nose and vote for another stupid consultants bridge study. I think I, I've read the results of one of those uh, consultant bridge studies, at least from the Merrifield one. And it, I think it was like bringing in like geological uh, studies to weigh in how how much like wind will affect blowing the interchanges coming in and off and if it would affect erosion or something of that nature. It's everything. Yeah. It's everything from that type of stuff to environmental type of, you know, like is there, you know, any nesting birds that are... <laughs> need to live there it's it's there it's every nook and cranny detailed yeah it's multifaceted i i couldn't tell you why there's no way this stuff was done back when our other three bridges were built or they wouldn't have been but it's the nature of the beast now and since grand forks county and polk county uh aren't sitting on you know whatever it's going to be 75 million or whatever the final price will be as these uh, costs continue to go up. Who knows? Could be a hundred. God only knows. And then I think dealing with the uh, Demers and and Forty Second uh, uh, bridge underpass or overpass. Uh, I want to say I think in the talks I came up over the last several years too, wasn't it having to deal with having to work that out in conjunction with the railroad as well? 
Yeah, we had, we'd have to make sure the railroad could still pass and then, um, or f- find an end around. And then, of course, you've got the convenience store and the golf course right there, which will both be heavily affected by it. Um, my understanding is the convenience store threw out a number that they'd be willing to accept, which apparently was pretty robust <laughs> and uh to put it gently <laughs> yeah i i didn't see the final number i just i i saw some eyes roll when i when i heard that that number came in um but yeah there's there's all kinds of factors these are things you wish would have just been done in the planning stage and that's why you know these planning and zoning type commissions exist is to try to see the future as much as you can i mean to me the interchange, yeah, you probably ha- you probably have to wait on something like that. But these bridges should have been built decades ago. And I'm with you. It's kind of ridiculous that we're talking about it now, and there's established neighborhoods and elementary schools and stuff in the way of them. And it's just like we better do Merrifield now before that becomes a neighborhood because it will. I mean, we're headed that direction. How long yeah. is it going to be until yeah, residential expand is expanding rapidly down yeah, there the well, last several years? What are we at? Like 64th, 65th ish, yeah. something like that going south. I mean. It's not going to be that long. I know it seems like forever, but I, hell, my daughter did a had a skating recital yesterday, and she's supposed to be a little infant in my arms right now. So time flies. Yeah, I know. I I, I run, so I, every now and again, I'll, I'll do a couple runs a year out in the new development area. I just seem like, oh, what did they build? What did they add on this? Wow, there was a school here and some new baseball fields there. It's expanding so fast. And uh, I, I guess maybe one last quick topic here. I don't want to hold you up too long. I know you got places to be here. Uh, uh, the ARPA money that's been um, been the talks lately. Uh, Three million returned to Grand Forks County that was supposed to be used for uh, for Fufung. Uh, and any latest details on that? The city signed that back over to us. That was formal last Tuesday. That made uh, agreeing to the or voting for the bridge study a lot more palatable because I was kind of thinking that they might ask for. Um, you know, maybe a third of it because that infrastructure, it was designated for infrastructure, uh, wastewater and stuff like that. And, and those things are still going to need to be done. So um, I couldn't have been more happy. I think that they sensed our financial situation and just basically they said, you know, well, essentially not basically, they exactly said, thank you for the partnership. We appreciate it. And um, here's your money back, <laughs> you know, yeah. so that couldn't have went a whole lot better. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of maybe a little surprising. Like, wow, this could have went a whole nother way. <laughs> it could have went a whole nother way. I, and we didn't want it to, but I think the city sensed that the county's not in the same fiscal situation as they are. And I, so I think they were basically being a good partner. That's you good. Know, they were looking at us like, Hey, you were a good partner when we thought we needed this. Now we're going to be a good partner when we know you do. That's awesome. It looks like both sides were like, hey, let's just get through this. Yeah. And I hope to see a lot more of that between the city, the county, hell, the state, parks, the school, whatever, you know. We should be cooperating. We shouldn't operate independently because all it does is add cost to the taxpayer if if there's a million hoops to jump through and a bunch of meetings to be had and... Let's get rid of all this red yeah, tape. Exactly. <laughs> or as the old phrase go, let's all let's all get along. <laughs> well, right. well, I don't want to hold you up too much longer, Mark. I know you got some other meetings coming up here soon. Uh, I guess before we wrap up, is there anything uh, we missed at all that you want to make sure we get in here? Um, I think things are moving along with the courthouse dome. It's it's a it's leaking like a sieve. This spring is going to be ugly. Um, there's many, many, many children's pools in the attic collecting water oh, no. <laughs> with, with pumps to remove it. 
Um, there was two estimates, one to refurbish it and one to replace it. Um, and the reason you'd replace it was hail dents and stuff like that on it. But I don't think anyone um, can see that high to care if there's hail dents. So we'll have to refurbish it, um, in my opinion, because it was like almost a $2 million difference. So to me, it's a no-brainer. Um, trying to think anything else. I was going to bring up, if anyone has any questions or comments for to, able to reach out to you, best way to recommend people to do that, Facebook, online, social media, anything like that? Yeah, shoot me a text. I don't care if you hit me on Facebook, too. That's fine. But shoot me a text, 218-791-5005. Or you can call, too. But if I'm in a meeting, I won't be able to answer you right away. So. Right. Well, Mark, thank you again so much for coming in on short notice today. We really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back in the saddle. Yes, yes. And congratulations once again on that election there. Thanks, Dale. Have a great day. Yep, you as well. So uh, coming up tomorrow on Grand Fork's Best Source uh, is The Great Reset with John and David Waterman there. So make sure to tune in tomorrow at 11. Also coming up this Friday uh, on Grand Fork's Best Source at 11, it'll be our three-year anniversary special. We got a lot of past and present Grand Fork's Best Source hosts. Mark, I think you said you may or may not make it in there. I should be able to make it. Awesome. Very cool. And so, yeah, you want to make sure to check that out. It's going to... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. John said he's working on getting some music in, in the studio for that, too. It's going to be an awesome show coming up this Friday at 11, three-year anniversary special. Make sure to stay tuned later today on Grand Fork's Best Source at 1 p.m. for Kit Brennan's Common Sense Uncensored, Mark's old joint there. Yeah, baby. Yes. <laughs> so tune in at 1 o'clock for that. And make sure to remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone to get those alerts so you never miss a show. Hey, the Grand Cities, they're an excellent place. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.